Grand Rising, and welcome to the Ascension Medicine Podcast with your host, G. Francois. Thank you for being here. This is a space where we will explore all things consciousness, all things spirituality, diving deep into conversations with soul fam all around the world. I will be sharing practices, guided meditations, and all of the good stuff to help and to assist with your personal ascension process. Welcome. Grand Rising, and welcome to this episode of the Ascension Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, G. Francois, and today it is an honor to be joined by the legendary, intuitive, spiritual warrior, oracle, and wisdom seeker that is King Cassius. Some of you may know King Cassius from social media and from his teachings and what he shares that is so profoundly rooted in truth and spreading that truth and empowering other beings to walk this path of spiritual warriorship. So I'd like to welcome Cash. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad to be here and to be able to talk with you, someone who can have easy flow conversation and an amazing podcast. I'm so excited because, you know, every time we talk, it's like a, it's always like the information's channeled. So it's like right away, whatever's meant to be comes about. So I'm very excited to see what comes about. It's like a little adventure for us. Exactly. And really just curious to see exactly as you were saying, what flows through and what truth wants to be shared through us. Where are you joining us from today? I am coming from Canada. I live near Toronto. My family is from Jamaica and I was born here actually. So I've been here my whole life and it almost feels like this is going to sound really spiritual, but (laughs) I feel like the galaxy is my home and it's like, I feel it so much. So just to be on this planet, it's like a, it's like a, what's the word? It It's like a, it's new. It feels like I have never been here before. So yeah, it's, it's just to be on this planet overall is super cool. Do you feel any resonance with being a new human at all? Yes. You know, what's funny is I was always told this by spiritual teachers. Whenever they do readings on me, they'd be like, oh my God, like they would tell me how important I am and how I'm a royal and stuff like that. And I'll be like, I don't know what y'all are talking about. Like it didn't make sense to me, but then they would tell me this is your first incarnation on earth. And I'm like, really? And then it didn't make sense. Now it does. I'm like, yeah, like I remember my other lives. And I'm like, I remember actually before coming here, what it was like and i remember like being in earth's orbit and everything i don't tell most people that because they they think you're a crazy person but i remember that and in the just the amazement of earth and how it's like it's in the middle of a war zone essentially so coming here you either come here to correct karma like a school or you come here on a mission and i was one of those that come on a mission And what's weird though, people think that that's like super cool and everything, but it is amazing. But you realize how much responsibility you have. And it's like, I hear the Galactic Federation talk to me. They used to test me first. So before it was like, um, this is before when I first started awakening, they'd be like, I would hear my head, go to the skate park. There's someone that needs help. And I'd be like, okay, It, it started freaking me out first. And then I would just go and then there'd be a little girl that needs help. And it would be like always they would send me places. So when all these readers would tell me this is your first incarnation and you're important, you're you're an agent of the Galactic Federation. And then I had like experiences with men in black, which is another story. And I was like, okay, well, this this stuff is for real. Then the beings coming at me. So 
the awakening story is very kind of chaotic and interesting but um it definitely it was like it was almost like a sims 4 waking up in a video game and you realize that you were placed in there for a reason and then you have this whole awakening like even to this day i'm still like discovering myself and i feel like that's going to be a big thing for especially for a lot of star seeds aho uh-huh. it feels as though a lot of what you say resonates and this sense of being on a mission i felt this mission since around the age of 4 years old really feeling as though i'm here for a higher purpose mm-hmm. and not quite knowing what it was at that age but just allowing that journey to unfold and and through that spiritual awakening and and through receiving more of those downloads and more of that information it, for me it was just like this this huge awakening to all of these concepts that i had no idea about like extraterrestrials and mm. energy and it very much started to come through intuitively at the beginning mm-hmm. and then it was like okay now the deprogramming now the right. now now the now the work inside which is is just a constant a constant process whilst also being in service cool and not really being able to take that time off because that desire to be in service is so strong so it's almost like yeah. doing it as as we're going and then integrating as we're going and yes you know it's crazy you say that um from young it was similar wasn't as strong but it was similar like from young i was always the person to take care of everybody i was the young cousin to take care of everybody and i was very i was a strong empath so i didn't even know what that fully was yet i could just feel people's emotions and their thoughts and at that moment i didn't know what was going on or anything like that and then it was only till covid happened where i started getting deep into it. So that's interesting how I hear a lot of starsies talk about that. They're like, you know, when I was young, I I felt or I knew what I had to do or I had to go here. I I felt this mission or I had this strong ability that I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. And then as I started awakening as I got older, I realized what it was and it's interesting just to see that whole aspect especially with powerful starsies like you. It's like all of these beautiful divine reflections. Yeah. For real, for real, yeah. And the similarities in our journeys, but then also the the really unique aspects that that make us such a unique part of this puzzle at this time. Yeah, it's like each of us are needed in our sector of the planet and to do our certain things that we're supposed to do and if one person's off then then it's it's i think it's so cool it's kind of scary sometimes because <laughs> it's like if something goes wrong over here the federation will make it so that it somehow goes right maybe they'll send you a person to remind you yeah. or you'll get a download or all of a sudden you'll get like a spiritual message in some way it's like so divine like you cannot you cannot deny its presence after a while mhm yeah. <laughs> i love this <laughs> so also i just um i'm quite fascinated by the demon hunter aspect of this as someone who also does possibly maybe it's similar but i i can do exorcisms on people um from a young age some entities were kind of hanging around hanging around and there were moments when of weakness when it felt as though they could come closer even when i was first astral projecting feeling the presence of of like um other entities that just maybe don't have the greatest intentions just kind of right. waiting just like ah oh, waiting 
because at this moment hadn't even really awakened to my own power or any protection methods at all. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like now there's this sense of feeling kind of untouchable around that feeling like I'm so I'm so brave with it that I will volunteer for really extreme exorcisms that maybe some of my friends would just be like no I'm not I'm not going near that and I'm like I'll do it (laughs) 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 and I'm just interested to know how this how this work comes for you and and your kind of interaction with these kinds of beings and and what what you feel about that what you think about them Mm-hmm. All of mine goes back to the Galactic Federation. So they would always send me on assignments, they call it. Sometimes missions where I would like go out somewhere and then come back home later. So, for example, um, it actually started about a year or two ago when um, I kept hearing in my head about reptilians, reptilians. And I thought it was, again, craziness. Until I met this one lady, which a bunch of you guys know is Dr. Dawn. And she was like, just beware, you know, you're going to get attacked by reptilians a lot soon because, you know, you're, you're, a hot, you're a hot commodity for them. And again, this goes back to the how important I am and stuff. I'm like, still trying to piece together. I'm like, what? Okay. All right. And then next thing you know, I would get weird people coming up to me with weird eyes or like, um, I'd go to sleep and I'd be in the astral realm and there'd be like reptilian beings coming at me. And it would get to the point where I would go, the Federation would send me like the skate park was a big one. They were like, oh, kids at the skate park are getting attacked by reptilians. And I was like, okay, we're we going to see, we're going to see. So I go over there and random kids run up to me. Are you spiritual? And I'm like, yeah, because they know me from TikTok. I'm like, yeah. And I, they're like, this reptilian reptile being keeps attacking me no one believes me and all of this and i could feel it around him it's like lingering and i was like whoa and then other kids would be like yes like these spirits keep attacking me it got to the point where people's parents got involved where parents would call me to their house to help with the spirit in their house and um it, it was weird because I didn't fully understand how it worked. So I would, I started to test it more. Um, like I knew one guy was a reptilian. So I was like, let me see what happens if I hang out with this reptilian. And I did. And then some weird, like, horrible stuff started happening after the fact. And I thought maybe it was some sort of witchcraft or something. And it was actually an astral AI he put on me. So he put some sort of like astral monitoring device and it would cause stuff to happen to me in a day. Like I almost, I almost died. I almost got hit by a car and I like fell in the middle of the street in front of a whole bunch of people. So much more stuff happened that I was like, whoa. And it was all trying to prevent me from going on my assignment, which was at the skate park. So I noticed all the time these attacks were happening to try and stop me from an assignment, a mission, or it was trying to stop me from getting something like when I get these runes I have on my body now, each of them give me like a certain power that I harness within myself first. So when, before I got them, every time I go to get them, they would try and stop me. Something would try and stop me. Like um, maybe there was some weird guy come up to the car and cause trouble and then make my mom want to turn back home. I'm like, no, mom, we, we got, I got to go get these ruins. I got to go get these ruins or like little things like that, for example. But they would happen so big to the point where you're like, somebody organized this. Somebody went like this and moved the pieces around. And anything I would do, like even my Discord server, they would try and stop it from developing. Like I would get reptilian people infiltrating and then causing trouble and trying to stop us from building up the server. So it had the point where I had to make guards or people, I had to hire people to actually watch for reptilians and think things like that. So um, demon hunting is, is very fun to me because I like fighting the dark forces in all my lives. I fought reptilians for thousands of years. So to me, it's just like, it's like fun, but um 
doing it here is different because it's very um it's fourth dimensional it's not 3d or it's not 4d in terms of you're on the same dimension as them it's like i'm in the physical if they come in my room i feel it or um like maybe tonight i gotta go astral project and then go fight the reptilian that's attacking a little girl across the street or something like that so demon hunting is a very uh something i've I don't tell much people I do. Most people that follow me know I do it, but yeah, it's kind of something I keep hitting because not everybody can like handle the dark forces for sure. Yeah, for real. For real, because it it is there is a lot of darkness at the same time as all of the beauty and and all of the the light that is present. There is there is the equal amount of darkness. Yes. I wanted to um, ask you, this reptilian being that you met, was he aware that he was a reptilian? Was he conscious of it? Good question. The first one was. The first one was actually a sexual experience. And all the signs were leading up to their reptilian so when you looked at their eyes you knew and i was like yep i know but i didn't believe it yeah i was just like okay if this guy's reptilian we'll go see he smelled really bad and he just wasn't the the aura was like he's plotting against you subconsciously mm -hmm. and i i knew it so that guy he did there's a few other people who um that are what we call reptilian influenced, which means mm. that they have a reptilian, an astral reptilian, like behind them, or they um, they have a being that's come to stop them from whatever, but are doing it from the astral realm unconsciously. I actually had a client. This is one example. Um, it was one of my followers actually, and as soon as it came up on the screen, I could tell there's a reptilian that would come in and out of his room all the time. And it was like it would come every day and like harvest his energy and then leave. And I was like, oh, wait, don't worry, I'm going to handle this. So I got, but I didn't tell him. I would just talk to him I'm like, yeah, how can I do like that? But I would send my astral guards. I was like, go and, you know, scope out. And first to, to prove that the guards were real to myself and him, I was like, oh, your guard, my guards are telling me about a crystal under your, like hidden under your books. And he would go and he's like, yeah, this one. And I'm like, that's the one. So I'm like showing myself and him. Yep, this is real. And then after the reptilian walked in and it was like huge. And he looked, he's not like aware like that, but he looked back. He went like this and then he kept going. And I was like, oh, it's here. So my astral guards literally held him down and were telling him. I, I told him that. I said, what, what are you doing here? And this is all happening while I'm talking to him smiling. And I was like, what is, <laughs> like, what are you doing in this guy's room? And he's like, I ain't telling you nothing. I ain't telling you nothing. And uh, they already know about me too, which is interesting. I always take note of that. They always know who I am first. And they were like, I, oh yeah, Cash, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. And I'm like, leave this guy alone. If you attack any more star seeds like him or anybody that's under my veil, you know, next time I won't be so nice. And I let him go. And he looked back with a, like a thank you. But like, like you know, a, a hard reptilian thank you and then left. <laughs> and that was one of the most, most like, like that was kind of a, that was a, a intermediate one, not too hard. Um, but yeah, most of the time the reptilians, they know. Or if somebody, if they act reptilian, they're just someone who have a reptilian trying to make them darker or join the dark forces per se. Mm -hmm. Recently, I was kind of introduced to this idea that humans are a combination of so many different species and that mm. in the human, you know, in the human genetics is reptilian. And that this kind of idea of having reptilian parts, it almost took my parts work to another level because I do parts work, you know, working with my inner child or like 
inner punisher and all all of these parts that are inside and then it was like okay could there be an inner reptilian part in me and so i really started to like connect to this and this also this concept that there are also some reptilians that are waking up to unity consciousness and i started to almost bring like love and healing to these parts in me i like that knowing that if we are all one that if there are reptilian parts in me and i'm bringing like love and integration to them that's affecting their collective consciousness mm-hmm. and helping them slowly wake up which they which they are like more and more are realizing like this isn't good you know and so this was just something part of my parts work that i just explored and and it felt it felt like quite a nice a nice way to to do that but at the same time i do know that there are beings that won't wake up to unity consciousness in this lifetime and that isn't that isn't their mission either and it is you know it it, it still does boil down to this like right now of protecting ourselves looking after ourselves but mm-hmm. i still now which i didn't before but i now keep this like idea of unity consciousness and the fact that they like i feel that they will return to unity because i just feel as though that is just part of the completion of the universe like everything just will eventually return to it and but in the in the meantime we're just like playing out like this universal energy game which is yeah. basically just all the energies of creation all the energies of of the universe or whatever we call it that are just embodied in all of us yes mm 100% like when i started learning about galactic history and the first beings that were created which was we know in lyra and it was the feline and avian beings that were invited into this universe which then the feline's created humans and then the avian's created reptilians and then that resulted in like the first galactic or great wars which then all the other species that we know of in the galaxy were or are branches of the originals right the original four that mm-hmm. were there so from there then they spread out and of course we have this light and dark and like we had the orion wars the lyran wars all these wars happening between light and dark because it was an experiment with what would happen if we separated from source which is what happened it was first we wanted to descend from the higher dimensions to the lower ones we got here and then some beings decided to go even further away from source which mm. we would consider darkness mm-hmm. so when people say oh it's good and bad it's it really not good and bad as we know it's really just high vibrational and low vibrational energy and we notice there's this clash between those energies like ego and soul essentially kind of kind of like that and that is something that has been gone on throughout many different universes and galaxies and that is part of our physical um experience and what we wanted to experience as souls here and now we're experiencing going back so it's like it's like a, a forever thing of going up and down down and up up and down down and up and it may sound kind of like well oh, i want to get out of that to us but really once you get to the higher dimensions you're like whoa like this thing is cool like you go back to source and like you get to the 6th dimension and you're not just a single soul anymore you're a combination of many other souls so it's like all of these dimensions it's like the chakras of the universe so cool to see this game that we're playing and how all the higher beings are looking at it like oh 
like they're fighting between light and dark. They think it's <laughs> you, right? All these wars, <laughs> but really, we are like you said, we're, we're unified. Like everybody's gonna realize as they are now. Eighty percent of the galaxy is light by now, so it's like we are really just unifying even more to the point where it'll be a hundred percent, and then the game is complete, and then our I, I honestly don't know what will be next. Another universe. Could be, honestly. <laughs> we all just like pick up our bags and and head over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm also curious to know um, just a bit more about yourself. You mentioned the skate park quite a bit and I have seen some of your pictures of you skating <laughs> <laughs> is this um is this like quite a big part of your of your life um it used to now i don't skateboard as much really i only go there because the kids want me to but other than that i'm moving into another era of my life where i'm now i'm going to be driving around a lot doing a lot more missions around my city the city near me and all of that so i definitely feel i'm stepping into a new era and the skate park was just like the testing ground where i start and i actually oh i gotta mention this at one point i made um there was so much reptilians attack at the skate park and all the kids were like yo they keep coming for me and you know the kids are the kids see right mm. so they're like they keep coming they keep coming and I could feel the energy of reptilians coming in and out. So at one point I went to my crystal master and I went to a store and I told him about it and he's really good. I said, listen, there's reptilian attacks here. How can I do it? He's like, take these crystals, bury them in the corners and wear this one and you'll be good. So I did exactly what he did. From that day on, certain energies literally could never enter the skate park. And I'm talking literal physical people like wow. they would walk up to where the barrier, where I put the astral barrier and they would stop. And the one guy, I remember I saw two reptilian guys walk up and I knew they were reptilian. They walk up and they stopped where the shield was and they cussed. He was like, he like yelled and then he walked away. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that happened more times. Like, random like one really dark guy with like a sh like a his hood on and everything walked up stopped at the shield and walked away too and some people would drive away and take pictures literally only take pictures of me take pictures of me and then drive away and so i started noticing the fruition of this reptilian surveillance and and all of that stuff and again made you made me realize how much of a reality this is and how important mm -hmm. it is to protect the children like the mm -hmm. federation always tell me mm -hmm. so does this maybe look like more like grid work and possibly creating these these safe zones um that's part of it so most of the time i'll be sent to help somebody say there's a party I live in like a small hick town, so you know, it's all country folk. And I'm only a black kid out here, just so you know. <laughs> so I go out in the bush, there's a little bush party, like, hey, you want to come to party? I'm like, yeah, sure. So I go out. <laughs> and and of course, most of, they already know me as the only black kid, so they're like, hey, cat. <laughs> and so right away, I they don't know I'm there on a mission, though. I'm like, there's kids that are going to need help here. And they'll tell me the federation's like oh go to the train tracks go to the train tracks there's a kid crying and he's like it's like you are sent from heaven or something and i was like i ain't saying i ain't saying nothing right but i go there and i help and sometimes it may require me to give a kid a crystal so i'll have a sack of crystals i always give out uh, maybe it's a card reading on somebody uh, whatever it is it can be very multi-layered um, but I will do half while in my physical body and then the other half I will do in the astral realm when I go to sleep. Mm. So it's just kind of intuitive wherever you're feeling you can, mm -hmm. you can help in that moment. 
sometimes it may be grid like i gotta make a shield and bring good energy here um if i do that i'll notice uh like people feel it so they consciously kind of stay away if they're not of the vibration to come in or a portal like if i make a portal for certain energy to come in say it's through a mirror people could feel it so we're already getting to a a global standpoint where everybody's becoming more like they're meshing with the fourth dimension mm. so if i make a portal people are like oh in here feels interesting or feels different or like they'll be i'll have my astral guard stand there make sure nothing comes through while i'm interviewing them or whatever and then people will be like oh it's, it feels like someone's standing right there and i'm like oh right so it's like there people are slowly getting more attuned and soon it's going to be at the mm. point where these services are going to be like highly needed as they are now as mm -hmm. we are in the astral war or the terran wars that the galactic like that's happening here and soon everybody is gonna be aware that this is happening and they're gonna be part of it or they're gonna need some sort of services consciously aware not just like oh i think it's like no i saw the reptilian come in or this this and that exactly and i feel as though at this this moment when this when this begins to happen more and more it will be it will be the star seeds who who have already been doing this and who already already been anchoring in all of these these codes and preparing ourselves for this moment really who will be able to hold that space and to guide people through and to help people because it's going to be wild especially with more and more disclosure i mean there will be in the next like couple of years bigger Ooh. and bigger yeah. <laughs> <You bet, bro. laughs> yeah and and it will get to the point when there's no there's just no more denying it's just it just is and in those moments it's it's not even you know like uh an alternative therapy anymore it it's like mm -hmm. it's a needed service it's a it's a basic service for healthcare and i feel as though so many starseeds like yourself and like and like me and like many 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 in this like global constellation are just going to be stepping up even further stepping up even further into that spiritual warriorship and that service and that path of of devotion mhm mm 100% you know what i want to add this as well that not everybody is going to be the same which is even more fascinating like i passed by certain star seeds um one girl her name is sarah she may be watching this and she is so bright she's a pleiadian and she's so bright like just being around her is like home and it's like a it's it's like you're there and when you see her you'd be like yeah she's she's pleiadian but her mission is she's a she's actually a uh what's it called a flight attendant and she her goal is to really just be a beacon of light it's just to spread light not everybody is meant to do what she does just like how not everybody is meant to literally be like a demon hunter or a reiki teacher like i'm not good at reiki that well i got to go to my mom for that but anytime there's a dark being my mom is calling me she's like yo like there's one over here and then i'm there for it so whatever you are good at whatever you're drawn to whatever you're most powerful at do that because before I didn't know I didn't know demon hunting was a thing I was always told don't do that don't do that but as part of my Lyran heritage I'm like this is who I am and this is what I want to do so all I wanted to do was fight the dark forces and battle them I'm like they're coming for me Obviously there's some about me that they want to take down so I'm going to go for them too. So that's just the way I live. So don't feel like you have to go a certain way or do a certain thing. Do what feels right mm. to you because we need you, the original and not a copy of something else. Get inspiration, but do not mimic another person because we need you. Nobody could do what you do. 
That's so important to add that for sure, for sure, because it it can it can just be showing up in real life and doing those real life tasks and being in real life community and and being showing up as as that beacon of light. So yeah, that's really like that. really important. It's like they're really like core sources of the light for others and they don't even notice how important it is it's like yeah she's a flight attendant and all she's got to do is smile and give them the peanuts that's it <laughs> <laughs> and and she made that person's day which that person is then going to help somebody and then that's going to help somebody it's like a complete domino effect so her placement is very important just like how all of y'all's is going to be too mm-hmm uh-huh Uh-huh. But yeah, just to see the world awakening slow, it, it makes me excited, but also makes me worried because as Starseeds, we came here to help them. We came here to help their home planet. And I see so much of my home world and their home world. And I I don't want what happened to my home planet to happen here i don't want it to be destroyed i don't want destruction to come because of the beings that are here now so very much being here is especially for lyrans a lot of lyrans that i know this would be a very personal matter they're like they're here because it reminds them of their home planet that was destroyed during the great lyran wars and they want to make sure like You may hear the phrase never again a lot. Mm. That's literally the Lyran phrase. They actually said this mm. on the news actually. I was surprised. The guy said that there's a new a renaissance of people awakening that live by the phrase never again. Mm. And I'm like that's literally the Lyran phrase and he's talking about people around the world awakening and all of this. So they're talking about the fourth dimensional war that we are in and that everybody's going to know of soon. And it's going to be very serious in a matter of like, give it 10 years, ETs, we're going to have contact with ETs and all that. So give it a good five years and people are going to be way more, I bet you it's going to be about 50% of the planet that's going to be on board with knowing about the spiritual war. And how do you think we can prepare for this as a collective, as a species at this time? to learn about history 100% to learn about galactic history to learn about what mistakes other beings made like if you learn about galactic history you'll see like for example the pleiadians how way thousands thousands of years ago after the lyran wars they went to the pleiades to create a new civilization and they wanted to create one that was like lyra it was like peaceful full of love they banned all conflict and all challenge and they did that create a peaceful civilization but then there was no challenge there was no there was there was nothing to move them and help them evolve mm. so they became stagnant so the pleiadians used that as an example now they're way better but they're like way back in history when we first started our civilization we we banned all conflict because of the reptilian war happening in Lyra and we realized we actually need the darkness and mm. then from there now they've become balanced pleadians are mostly now very much light like they just want to go places and emit light um but they're aware that yes we need the darkness in order for us to evolve and that's like one example that humans on this planet need to learn learn from the people that came before you and i'm not talking about your ancestors here physically i'm talking about your ancestors your et ancestors the ones that actually helped create your physical body so when we become aware of history we can make sure we don't repeat ourselves and not have another um planet maldek which is the asteroid belt or mars it's like once you learn about it you're like oh we're not going to do that we're going to fix things and that is 100% what we need. When you were talking about this need for the darkness, it was really resonating something that I believe in the sense of here 
on earth and in this human incarnation it's is pretty much the perfect environment for huge soul growth because of that balance it's not all suffering it's not all darkness because if it was then there wouldn't be that potential to even have the capacity to awaken but at the same time it's it's not just all love and light there is still that mm. darkness and those reflections that force us to expand more to to expand more when we come across them because almost yeah. it's almost like if we just kept getting those light reflections we would just be like in this state of bliss which which in itself isn't isn't unity consciousness either like it's 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 its own thing you know like yeah. the bliss the bliss body in terms of of yoga it's it's the body closest to self closest to unity consciousness but it's still there is still that duality and and it and that can be seen in so many like examples as you were saying where the consciousness just doesn't doesn't continue to evolve because of the the environment and the conditions and mm-hmm. and so for for this alone it, it just makes like this earth school such an optimal environment for this like rapid rapid growth like rapid evolution so i'm grateful <laughs> super grateful for the opportunity and personally i i embrace like every single reflection every single moment of it because i can really really see like the value in it and even when it's even when it is tough and even when it does feel so separate from myself i'm i'm just constantly trying to just integrate that in integrate that in in each moment whilst at the same time like you know like holding my free will and my sovereign choice yeah. of what i actually do want to experience what i do actually want to help to call in and create because that is part of it as conscious creators we can choose what we create mm-hmm. we can choose like the image of this world the path we want to go down the the timeline you know that we want to create yes. and align to it's not just like it's just happening to us mm-hmm. it's that balance of like you know like that action but then also receiving and 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 just finding that finding that balance in that yes you know you're the first person i heard to say that about earth being light and dark and embracing that because i actually always lived by that but nobody would ever acknowledge it it was just like a yeah but i wish it was just light they don't realize how much how cool this planet is to mm-hmm. have that at this moment like Yes, it's got its things that we got to work through, but the fact that you could come to one planet and experience light and dark, 3D, 4D and 5D beings all at one time is like an awe moment. And people, you know, we're here we we forget who we were before and all that we're supposed to and then we're supposed to remember that as we become more fifth dimensional in this physical body and all of that. But you you forget but once you remember what it's like out there and you look up at the sky and you're like that like that is that is where home is and you you looked at back down here and you you remember why you're here it's like i look up in the sky and i'm like yes that's home i haven't been on a planet this long in a very long time but to be in this war zone wherever the war is i always say wherever the war is is where i want to be mm-hmm. and the biggest war right now is the Terran war so the earth wars right now so i said mm-hmm. i'm going and now that i'm here and i could go out walk past a light person and then walk past a dark person at the same time it's like uh it's very primitive but it's super cool you're never going to get anything like this anywhere else yeah it's never a dull moment yeah it's never boring <laughs> <laughs> for sure <laughs> as well as earth just being like probably the most beautiful planet in the 
in the universe as well, just physically very beautiful and abundant. Mm -hmm. They call it the blue marble because it is so diverse. It is so blue and green and the diversity is amazing. Usually you won't have this much diversity. I'm talking about within all the animal animal and human mm. kingdom. You will not see that much anywhere else. It's usually just like one or two or plant life is one or two. Mm -hmm. So this planet is a giant experiment. Whether it succeeds, we're not, you know, I'll have some stars come to me and they're like, well, well, if if we fail, it doesn't matter. We get to go back home. But I'm like, you don't understand. You don't understand how important this planet is, one, and how two the bigger reason why you came here. If you were to remember why you came here, you'd be fighting with all your life to protect humans and make sure that Earth is saved. Because yeah. we, this is a, a war that the humans alone cannot fight. And soon all the starseeds are going to be known by the humans about, you know, like we came here. Like soon it's going to be like, oh, you're a liar. You're in. Oh my god, cool. Do you remember? Like it's gonna be like that really soon. I can't even imagine this reality. <laughs> it almost feels a bit like my current reality anyway, in in many ways. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know for us it's like basics, but to others it's not. <laughs> I also believe um that the earth is her own being and has her own consciousness and her own awakening journey and and um ascension journey and this is something that definitely a lot of um indigenous traditions really just knew as like as part of their knowledge and i feel as though it's 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 coming back it's coming back in this sense that we're living on this being this like conscious being who is making fr her own free will choices in each mm -hmm. moment as well as being a part of her as well yeah i can't wait for people to know about that more as well i mean we already have science saying that planet is our alive conscious beings not like us but they're alive just like our crystals are alive they emit their own electromagnetic frequency not conscious like us but they're alive so this is a science that humans are just catching up on and it's annoying as hell that they think that they know everything <laughs> and i'm sitting here like dog these guys know nothing if i could just send them a telepathic message showing them what my home looked like they'd be <laughs> like dog this is like this is a dog hound man like this is nothing so i i want people to be more open-minded to what is known because science is just discovered i mean government does know they, they mm. know the truth but mm. they're giving it out slowly because they're doing it in a way they're trying to play their last cards to keep mm -hmm. their power and they're losing yeah and then also like inverting what what they do release and like so that it ends up yeah <laughs> not even being <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's true yeah there's so so much to pick through so much to pick through at these at these times um for me it is it really is this like just developing our own inner discernment because even even teachings they can be inverted even sacred symbols and even areas like certain certain grids that might have been hijacked that need to kind of be reclaimed back to the light it is literally just trusting to just be like okay is this resonating mm -hmm. and right. in the heart i think as well in the heart because sometimes sometimes i think we can mistake our fears for intuition too so we can we can have a fear or a program and when something comes up that challenges that we can be like no this isn't true but that can also just be like something a program and and so for me i've been like really coming into into my heart more and more yes. just it just feels like the only thing i can trust like i can't always trust my mind i can rarely trust trust my mind but i can 
<laughs> but I can trust my mind when when it's in coherence with my heart because then it is it's yes, a really yes, yes. useful tool and it's like it's like 10 times smarter as well when it's in that coherence and mm-hmm. and the truth just is felt you know it's it's just it just resonates from there mm-hmm. we've always been told the mind as growing up it was like the mind the mind the heart is there but we never i never really got i don't know about you i didn't get much about the heart it was just like oh you know love or whatever <laughs> friendship that's in here but other than that it was kind of corny everything else was yeah. think about what you're doing first think about how you're going to do that project and then as you get spiritual and you try or you're getting closer to 5d or you get to 5d you're like man the mind is it's primitive compared to this thing but without this thing this thing would not get what it fully wants mm-hmm. so then you realize yeah you got to cohere and that's another journey on its own because <laughs> your mind is saying one thing and then your heart's saying another and it has to get to the point where they shake hands and say okay deal like if your mind's like your heart's like oh i want that person or i, I want to go here but your mind's like oh we don't have the funds for it it's like mm. okay well we will go in a few years once we save up deal and you shake hands mm. that's something that i try and teach a lot of my people on social media is the mind heart coherence because with just one or the other you're you're going to mess up exactly exactly and and when they are coherent that electromagnetic field just spreads and mm-hmm. it helps us with our work to the point where as you were saying before we just we just need to be there we just need to turn up yeah. someplace and that's it yeah literally it's like our frequency is enough to bring the planet where it needs to be apparently we only need what what is it 1% of the like planet one yeah like even the square root of 1% or something <laughs> yeah i was like literally that much and they're like yeah you know? they're like just just a little bit is fine and that would make sense if if 1% say one of 10 people was in fifth density and all of them were spread out across the planet that will literally be enough well, now that i think about now that i think about it it would literally be enough to have et contact to mm. to push the planet enough to push mm. us into a fourth literally the planet's vibration to raise into a fourth density consciousness and so next thing you know everybody's just all of a sudden seeing spirits just as mm-hmm. a physical being so you may have a friend that's a spirit mm-hmm. but you know they don't have a physical vessel so the, but they're a spirit right so it's going to get to the point where we mesh all the dimensions just by getting the 1% there we just need the 1% and the increase of the telepathy and the intuition and even just communicating with nature the trees the spirits all of this yeah. the animals as well it would just become more and more and more and then naturally i do think that that seeing seeing the planet as as part of us would just would just fall into place because then how can you see it as separate when the tree is talking to you yeah <laughs> for real you know what <laughs> i think about it i'm like cuz i always go in the forest and i'm touching the trees and i literally talk to them and i'm like bro like I, it's a pleasure to see you again and stuff like that and they talk to me back and to the point where when everybody gets there that's going to be exciting literally you could talk mm. to the bug the bird and it's it's not it's not crazy stuff anymore it's like a, yeah i'm just talking to the animal mm-hmm. that's where we for sure need to get soon it'll be telepathy cuz most of the beings up there the universal language is telepathy mm-hmm. so like when they come down the first thing they're going to do is hand you telepathic messages like all the stuff we say in a whole paragraph those saying two seconds within mm-hmm. tele- like telepathy and you'll completely understand them that's going to be i i'm trying to work on my telepathy it's mm. the, the most telepathy i got is with the federation that's mm-hmm. the only one that's clear other than that it's it's not good so i'm waiting for that 1% so we can all get there yeah my tele- te- my telepathy is is getting a lot better it's getting a lot better and the intuition the powers in general are 
are really increasing. I see um, you're really clairvoyant. Tell me about that. About the what? Sorry. I see you're really clairvoyant. Tell me about that. Yeah, it's kind of wild. Um, I'm basically in another little phase of upgrading, and so I'm like, I'm a bit in a shaky moment because it's it's upgraded more, and now I'm just like holding this next level of of the sensitivity. Um, I can I can read minds, which can sometimes be really awkward um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's this balance of trying to like honor boundaries so like I can now not right. do it I can now not do it unless I try to so it's not like mm -hmm. I'm just doing it but sometimes I, I, I can't help it it just mm -hmm. it just comes you know especially mm -hmm. if there's like um fuel of emotions um what is this like um i keep seeing it looks like a furry ball like it looks like a furry purple ball what is that where where is it oh wait I, like you can see like, a ball yeah like it is it's it big like a, <laughs> yeah it's big it, yeah, i think it could be a cat or something no no it's um well it's my yo it might be my yoga ball Oh, is it like furry or something? It's not. It's not furry. But there is a cat. There is a cat somewhere around here. Maybe you can see the cat. Okay, because I get like a purple ball. I was wondering what that was. It looked like it was by the beach or something. You said that's your yoga ball. Yeah, my yoga ball. I'm like looking at it. So maybe like it's like out of my periphery. Maybe I'm like. Oh, okay. Like sending I just kept that. that. I was curious about yeah. that. Yeah, my buildings are growing. <laughs> Mine are growing too, so don't worry. I'm, <laughs> I feel in that rocky stuff you're talking about too. <laughs> but one of, one of actually, it's just an interesting one for me. Like one that I'm really working with is like the elements a lot. Mm. So I affect the weather, mm. the air, the earth, the, like the water and the fire to the point where it has been, it's been kind of intense, like sometimes earthquakes, sometimes hurricanes, sometimes really intense storms. And I never really had a control over this. And as a child, it was a bit scary. And sometimes I would be blamed for things because some of my gifts were recognized from a young age with a bit of caution, you know, mm -hmm. because it's like, how do you how do you navigate that space but i feel as though now i'm actually stepping into this point where i have some control over this to the point where i've been able to do ceremony and call the rain right in the middle of drought season like wow. it should not be raining and in mm. other moments if i'm in a really like really strong like alchemical process like i'm i'm transmuting or anchoring in big like collective energies literally the earth will shake there will be an earthquake and it's wow. and it's like the same as my inner vibration um it's also been a bit intense in some ways because i've there's also been some really big disasters that have like almost come around you know mm -hmm. at times when I was like younger and not so much like able to hold the energies or know what it was and and I've been really confused about what it is like am I doing it or am I just so connected to the earth's process or is she like is or is are we working are we working together? Is she just right, transmuting? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I never saw anything negative about it, but I did have some people kind of just be like, why, why, um, like, is it, is it you making all the earthquakes and the storms? And I'm, and I'll be like, yeah. And they're like, why, like, why are you doing that? And I'm like, I'm not like doing that. 
it it's it's like I would just be in like these really like peak consciousness levels and it's love like all it is is just pure love and pure connection to the earth and this stuff is just happening mm-hmm. as a byproduct and it never felt like um it never ever felt like it it was ha- like harmful even if destruction was caused but it never felt like the earth was trying to cause harm right right and everything was always rooted in in love and content like presence mm-hmm. and so this is one that is is kind of coming into more more um control at the moment um and um i guess there's like a lot you know yeah you got something with your mind it, i think it's clear cognizance you get a lot of downloads don't you yeah i get a lot of downloads and i can also like astral project um the dreaming part is a really big thing like lucid dreaming is pretty much like a, a it's a regular occurrence like i'm mostly lucid to the point mm-hmm. where there was this one moment where i was lucid dreaming every day for like a couple of months and i was exhausted because i would do the work during the day and then i would go and do the work during the night yeah and it got to the point where like agents would literally infiltrate my my dreams and i would wow. be like lucidly lucidly like dealing with all of these kinds of things um trying to like strengthen my energetic boundaries and as mm-hmm. i kept rising as i kept rising it was sending messages out like who's this being who's this being who just entered like the next kind of like vibrational level like when when we step up to the next level or an initiation it's it doesn't go unnoticed it's like you step into this new arena and everyone can see you everyone's mm. instantly aware of you and and then as you keep on rising they 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 see more who is this who is this being yeah i have a question for you have you watched the show shadow hunters no girl okay you need to watch that show okay so the symbols i wear on my body are actually from the show but spiritually they actually have similar but different meanings so the they call them runes the runes and they are real and um the whole show is basically depicting like real life so when i first watched the show i considered myself a shadow hunter before i call it demon hunting and um it, it literally is just about a group of people who are um they're like half human half nephilim or they have nephilim blood and they're able to basically their their goal is to hunt down and protect humans from the demons and then there's a whole but there's a whole another realm it's like they're in New York so they have the shadow hunters and then they have like they call them they're basically fairies um and then there's witches and warlocks and there's like so much it basically depicts what the real world looks like a kind of exaggerated version <laughs> if you watch that that one is really good that one actually was part of my awakening because i was like this is just this is real like I, at one point i was like this is what i do so maybe i should do something like that where i actually get people together Mm. And so I think you would you would like that show. Okay, I checked that out. Where can you mm-hmm. find that? Um it used to be on Netflix or in Canada it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um you probably just find it on a legal website and watch it there. Okay. <laughs> 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 we bad. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. This is this has been such a beautiful and insightful conversation. And I I felt so at ease with it speaking with you. 
and such a resonance with your path and your passion and your mission. It always feels so like it's almost like we're not alone when we can just see those reflections come together and just and speak like this. Yes, to meet you is it's very much a pleasure. I'm not even just saying this like to meet you to get to know you. It's really beautiful and you have such cool powers and you got a lot of missions and things that you're going to be doing and I'm so excited to see that come into fruition for you because for both of us this is only the start. This is just the start of our journeys on this planet to do what we're supposed to do we're only really in training and to think that it just excites me more and thank you for having me on this was such a beautiful conversation thank you so much you guys want you can find me on tiktok king cassius c-a-s-s-i-u-s uh you can find me on instagram just i'm king cash um my instagram or not my instagram my snapchat will be the same uh i would love for you guys to come find me there because our community there is very beautiful and to have you part of it all you guys part of it it's just making it stronger amazing i'll put all of that in the in the description for the episode thank you for tuning in and grand rising thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Ascension Medicine Podcast. I hope you have enjoyed it. I have been your host, G. Francois. As always, the links are in the bio. If you haven't already, please subscribe, please follow me. Instagram, G underscore Francois, Ascension Medicine. AscensionMedicine.org, where you can book one-to-one quantum energy healing sessions. Join one of the many courses or classes that are taking place. Connect with guided meditations and exclusive content. Grand risings and blessings.